Hey everyone, and welcome out to episode 86 of a Nerd Name Mark podcast. It's me, it's Mark, and yeah, this is going live on a Monday. It should have went live last week. I didn't have time to edit anything. I was working on some side projects and also reorganizing and moving around a lot of furniture in the apartment on top of people moving in, which is loud because, you know, the issue before was people... Uh, maintenance, this and that, remodeling the apartments above and next to me. So that kind of was really loud. And even with like my setup and noise canceling and everything else I have, it was just too obnoxiously loud for me to be able to properly edit anything. And then lo and behold, you know, I had a day or two reprieve and then it was like, oh, now all the new people are moving in and it's like, yay, more noise. Let me get right on recording when... Literally, you probably wouldn't even be able to hear me, but I digress. Now everything's fine. So because this is going live uh, on Monday, by the way, this is a new open. I already actually recorded the episode, so this is like a different intro because uh, things have changed since the original intro. Uh, yeah, so because of that, uh, you're going to get two episodes this week. So 85 and 86 are going to go live because I already have 86 ready to be recorded when I get my, my stuff uh, that I ordered because I'm going to do a little little special talking about stuff. So, yeah, uh, today in this episode, I'm just going to be uh, talking about, you know, the, my new favorite trade that I'm reading. And I'm going to talk about a lot of Digimon stuff because if you follow me on social media, you would know I got myself some cool Digimon merch uh, via Makari and also Amazon Japan. And I found some uh, more merch when I was out and about shopping, like a box launch, even Barnes & Noble, which I'm going to be talking about Barnes & Noble, too, a good amount today. Uh, not from a trade paperback standpoint, because, you know, when I get trades and comics, I always say you go to your local comic book shop first, support those small businesses before you go to the corporate ones. I'm not saying there's it, it. A lot of people ask me about this. When I say go to your local comic book shop first and support small businesses and then choose like an Amazon or Burns or well, I'm not shitting on, you know, the corporate chains. I'm not shitting on Amazon or Barnes and Noble or, you know, if you're on in New England, like a Newberry Comics, because let's face it, even though they have a they're they're kind of basically they sold out years ago. Uh just, you know, I'm saying from the standpoint of yeah, you know, they're gonna have stuff in stock of this that, but local comic shops like you Buying from them is what keeps them open. Barnes and Noble. If you if you don't buy something at Barnes and Noble, they're not going out of business. There's so many people going there because they have their website. They have how many locations around the country? But a local comic book shop, it's like this is what keeps their doors open. And let's face it, you're gonna find your gems there. You're gonna find key issues. You're gonna find all this good stuff that you know you wouldn't be able to see and find at a corporate chain because they cycle through their products. Whereas a comic book shop. They'll keep it in their inventory so you can go back and get back issues from, you know, a decade ago for the snap. So what I'm saying, because like one of my friends brought it up that like I always sound kind of negative towards Amazon and Barnes and Noble when it comes to getting anything comic related. But that's not the case. Like, yes, there is a convenience of if you work a lot like me, you know, yeah, you might want to order from Amazon and, you know, your two day prime delivery and it's just waiting for you when you get home from work. But. 
most local comic book shops do let you have a subscription service where you can just check off all the comics you want. They'll pull them from you and for you and have them ordered for you, and they'll set them aside, and you can pick them up when it's convenient for you. So if you do have a local comic book shop and you do love comics, just ask them, hey, do you have a subscription service, or can I get a pull list? And most nine times out of ten, they'll be like, oh, yeah, no, definitely. Because at the same time, you're basically telling them, I'm guaranteeing that I'm going to spend my money. So definitely, you know, get you know go check out your store. But at the same time, Amazon and Barnes & Noble, I love them because I can find more mainstream stuff at a decent price. And, yeah, that's, that's really my spiel on that because I want to just clear the air. I'm not saying... Don't shop at Amazon. Don't shop at Barnes & Noble. Trust me, Barnes & Noble has got a lot of my money. And so has an Amazon, especially especially Amazon Japan. Like, the next two episodes of the podcast, like, this month is going to be very Amazon Japan heavy when I talk about things that I've ordered. Because uh, I'm changing the structure of the podcast again. Always evolving, always changing, always melding to really encapsulate what is going on in my nerdy life. So there is going to be a lot more uh, for the new structure. Yes, uh, um, I pick up my comics bi-weekly now. I don't have time to go every week. So that's so every other episode, you'll get a big haul of my comics. Then on top of that, I will always talk about briefly what games I'm playing. And then, you know, because I always have like a topic of the week of the snap, but I'm going to have like Mark's little merch moment, so to speak, because of all the stuff I pre-ordered and ordered. I want to go over my Amazon Japan merch, stuff I'm getting on Mercari, because I'm doing a lot of like thrifting, buying from resellers, but not marked up, obviously. I just say resellers because things like Mercari and what else, you know, eBay, Poshmark, stuff like that. So I want to start talking more about that stuff in my collectibles, because I usually briefly touch on them, and maybe, like, most of the time it's on YouTube. Like, you can go on my YouTube channel, just type in a nerd named Mark, you'll see, like, comic hauls, toku merch hauls, everything else, and it's it's cool, but, you know, having it just on YouTube and not talking about the podcast, you guys don't really get to know everything else that's going on, and like I, I always say, yes, I have a lot of YouTube videos and this and that, but the podcast is still my number one priority, I've been doing it kind of bi-weekly, so to speak, just because of work. And sometimes it's easier for me to record a quick 8, 10-minute video, edit it, and, you know, upload it while I'm at work or render it while I'm asleep. So there's a little more, like, slow cooker style. You set it and forget it. Like, I can do that with a lot of video stuff. Like, I can sit there and batch record a bunch of videos in one day, then edit them all. And thanks to DaVinci Resolve, I can have a batch render where it'll render all the videos one after another, and then I can even have it set up so it just starts uploading to YouTube for me. And then, boom, done. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. So I'm going to be talking more a lot of, a lot of merch in every episode now because the collecting, I don't want I, I to say it's getting out of control because it's not. I have control of the merch. I have control of what I'm spending. I'm very meticulous and methodical with my collection. I'm not collecting just everything. And... Uh, after the uh, quick little bonus episode I did where I basically explained my reselling of my Hasbro Lightning collection. A lot of people have been asking me, you know, basically 
if you listen to the episode or you even watch the video, I say flat out, I don't hate Hasbro. I don't get, I don't want to say backlash. The, the feedback I'm getting saying, you know, well, you know, who else are you going to buy? You know, Power Rangers from or Transformers. Like, well, I still get my Transformers. I'm picky. I only get, I'm not a completionist with Transformers. I'm not trying to get all of wave one, all of wave two, et cetera, and et cetera. I'm getting the characters I love. Um, so, you know, so I'm going to get Optimus Primal. I'm going to get Ultra Magnus. I may get the 1986 Transformers movie, uh, Rodimus Prime, even though I hate him. Okay. Spoiler alert to a 35-year-old movie, Optimus dies and Hot Rod gets the 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 base of the prime spark and then he becomes a prime. It was mm, no, but Leonard the the late great Leonard Nimoy doing the voice of Galvatron was amazing. But that's by the point. So I just want to say, you know, it's been I put that bonus up like a month ago. And I still get people comment they're like, Are you like why? Like what are you gonna do? Like, okay. So for Power Rangers stuff, if I could, you know, indulge in my opinion for a second. Wait, it's my podcast. Of course I can. So I just, the Lightning Collection stuff just isn't appealing anymore. Like, yeah, they just announced like the Ninjetti forms, Finster. They look amazing. I mean, we still have Eye Guy coming out. Don't get me wrong. All look good. I have those original from 1993 and 1990 to 1995. I have the originals on my shelf behind me. I don't want to go out and have to spend $24 plus on ones that I just feel aren't there from a quality standpoint. And let me tell you right now, the night, the ones from the nineties aren't that good of quality, but there, there's a nostalgia to them. But super seven is releasing all these really good, high quality ones. They also have the reaction ones, So I'm getting those. I didn't stop buying power ranger stuff. I'm just not buying Hasbro power ranger stuff. And also there's, I can just order stuff from Bandai. In Japan so there's that so that's just the update and follow-up on that episode because I didn't think a quick 11 minute episode video and podcast episode would get so much flack so to speak but hey it's the internet who knows how they're gonna react to everything you say I sure as hell don't so yeah that's it for just you know a little 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 follow-ups little house spring fall cleaning because it is fall season by the way happy pumpkin spice latte season now in case you're wondering i am sitting here right now drinking a delicious pumpkin spice latte with oat milk and no whip because when this when it rolls around september 1st comes around they're like hey pumpkin spice latte season i turn into a suburban soccer mom i am all about that pumpkin spice i turn into a pumpkin spice slut like 100 percent I love it. I get like, I've been averaging like two a day. The other day I had three. That was excessive, but it was delicious and I needed it. And when I'm tired, you know, the extra boost to my, my energy levels is just important because I have to be, you know, completely, you know, aware of my surround. Like I have to be alert. I have to be awake to do my job. And Nothing wakes you up more in the fall than a delicious pumpkin spice latte. I don't know why I like emphasize like the pause between the words, but whatever. So that's uh yeah, it's fall. We're a month away from spooky like October. 
I was gonna say spooky season, but spooky season already started. But October, so per the usual, for the third year in a row, I will be turning October into horror month. That's right. And this time I'm gonna change it around too. So we're gonna go, you know, comics, video games, movies. Last year I did kind of all that. The year before was very movie only heavy, but now I'm going multimedia formats for the horror month. It's going to be good. I'm trying to get a special guest right now. I'm waiting to hear back. I think it's going to be, if it does work out, going to be one of my favorite episodes I've ever done. But yeah, that's uh, a month away. But that's 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 in the future. Let's talk about right now. So, as you know, I said, bi-weekly comics. So no comics for this episode. The next episode, I will have comics. Most likely. Depending on when, what time of the day I record. But... Uh, for weeks I don't have comic, I do talk about a trade that I am currently reading. And I found this at Book Off. And I had some of the co individual comics, and I really wanted um, the trade. And it was, you know, Book Off, I've always talked about it. They're like kind of like a, not a thrift, they're like a reseller. You can go and you can sell your stuff to them. And then they, so everything is used. It's a used shop. They got a lot of good stuff. They got books, comics, manga, trade paperbacks collectibles video games movies music dvd like everything so i found volume one of afterlife with archie and uh, volume one is escape from riverdale and i was like i've had the comics i want to read this in a trade format it's been a while uh for those who don't know this was actually written by roberto sacasa who write who wrote for riverdale and the chilling adventures of sabrina and it was the artwork was from Francesco Frank Avilla, who did the Black Beetle and the Spirit. And I was like, done. The artwork's great. Uh, this comic is like the Afterlife of the Archie series. I love because Archie, up until like a while ago, like pre right before CW, a few years, this and that, it was kind of always the same Archie Digest type stuff and this and that. And then they had some random spin-off stuff here but then when they started doing the afterlife like the horror themed ones like they had the blossom 666 uh vampirella they had or which was like or veronica whatever when she was a vampire then they had the jughead as a werewolf they started doing you know chilly adventures sabrina afterlife with archie they started doing all these like then archie versus predator obviously both one and the sequel archie versus predator 2 which were all great uh I really enjoyed a lot of those. I'm a huge Archie fan. Always have been. I have a very nice collection. Uh, if you ever go back and listen to... Uh, uh, my mom is a uh, comic book collector those whole entire time. Because uh, I you know, found out that you know my mom... Uh, actually, I'm looking at it right now. Go back to episode 10. It's called Wait, My Mom is a Nerd. And it's actually... Oddly enough, from a listener said one of my more popular episodes, I think, because I had this revelation where I found out my mom was a nerd. And she had original prints in very good condition, the original run of, like, Archie comics and a whole bunch of other ones from, like, the early 60s. Not just Archie. She had, like, Sabrina. She had, like, Casper comics, like, all these other ones. And I always knew my mom was a nerd, but, yeah. So she gave me um, a good portion of her Archie collection deals were made because uh, nothing in life is free so yeah i was just like i've been a huge archie fan so afterlife for the archie basically in volume one 
uh, everything that it's zombies. And the zombie horde is actually led by Jughead. And now it's, you know, basically Archie, Betty, and Veronica, and the rest of the gang are just going up against zombies. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to spoil it. I want you guys to actually read this. If I do spoil it, it'll go over a Nerd Name Mark Reviews uh, podcast RSS feed, which I do have to update. But that's actually what I've been reading. I, I enjoy the artwork. It's very nice. Also, it's one of those things where it's like, from a trade standpoint, they printed everything on black pages, so the book itself just looks so slick with all the black pages, like um, on the from a side profile view and while you're reading it. And I feel like it being uh, black pages makes all the color. There's a, like it's very muddled grayscale tones with like highlighting things like orange, blues, red. So like the black pages really make all the colors pop out a lot more. And I think that also adds to the artistic style and just how different it looks. I remind it reminds me of when Death Note was in the height of its popularity and they released the uh, special edition one where all the pages were black with the white artwork on it. So all the white stenciling, white work like that. This is what this reminds me of, except there's a lot of color to it. So like all the reds, the oranges, it just pops so well. And the story's really good, too. I strongly suggest you pick this up now this is like 17.99 uh that's the retail value so if you see it on any you know Barnes and Noble Amazon comic book shops that's the price on the back of it I would say definitely pick it up uh thanks to book off I got this for eight dollars so that was a steal definitely so, uh, especially with the amount of trades that I keep getting there I'm getting like every time I go there I'm getting like one or two trades and a couple volumes of manga like I talked about, you know, all my comic hauls and all my mangas in the last episode, which was like a week or so ago, week and a half ago. And I actually, when I got Afterlife with Archie, I got a few more things of manga. I got a couple more volumes of Ultraman and Yokai, Yokai Watch. So really excited to kind of expand my collections. Also, it's like one of those things where it's like I have all these short and long boxes of comics. And I don't, you can't really display comics when they're long boxes short boxes like i could just stack the boxes up but i hate the way that looks so for me getting more trades more graphic novels and this that is appealing to the point where i can have them on the bookshelf have them all there readily available i can just walk right up to it be like i want to read this grab it and read it and so yeah that's why i've been kind of trade heavy lately and you know it's 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 nice to have more visual reading stuff on display like we have a lot of books in the apartment but having trades now i'm just like because i've always collected trades but not as excessively i have in the last maybe three or four years i've really gotten more into picking up trade paperbacks but yeah afterlife with archie volume one it's called the full title is afterlife with archie escape from riverdale that is my trade of the week that is what i've been reading it's so good i'm enjoying it and, you know, I've read some of the comics, so it's, like, kind of getting back my brain. But it's one of those things where you haven't read it in a while, then you read it, you're like, ooh, this is good. Um, another thing that I read, which I talked about before, was Batman The Long Halloween. And with the two-part animated film out from DC and Warner Brothers, I have not checked out part two yet, so I'm not really going to talk about them. I kind of might do a special episode comparing the trade paperback to the actual two films 
um i'm i'm curious about part two i had to pick that up um yeah it's i i liked part one a lot i'm a huge the long halloween is probably one of my favorite batman stories other than like hush i don't i mean i know killing joke three jokers that's not but like hush and the long halloween are so good nightfall is another one of my favorites so yeah i'm gonna be talking about that probably once i get to uh see part two i'm gonna buy it because obviously it's not streaming anywhere so i'm gonna pick that up probably at the end of the week when i go shopping but that's definitely been on my list to watch because all my friends are telling me about it they're like oh it's great you got to check it out it's like well i watched part one i just got to pick up part two uh, and you know i'm just gonna wait i'm you know i'm spending a little bit of money gotta pay rent gotta you know gotta can't just constantly just dip into the savings and buy stuff you gotta be fiscally responsible because i'm an adult ish <laughs> so yeah that's 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 basically an update on that uh video games okay so i am still all in no pun intended because at the time like you know we're about to get the aw pay-per-view on sunday uh man i've been playing pokemon unite so much it's it's really good and they uh, since last time i really talked about it they added uh blastoise and blissey the uh evolution of chansey uh really good i'm i'm still playing mainly gengar and greninja and cinderace i did finish the first season uh what do they call it it's not a season pass it's basically like the season where you go through like the little you get points you level up you go through and you get your rewards kind of like a battle pass type thing I finished that completely, got my pirate outfit for Cinderus, so I'm happy with that because he's a little pirate boy running around, kicking, flaming soccer balls at everybody. Yeah, I thought by now maybe the, the glitz and glamour and of Pokemon Unite would wear off for me, but it really hasn't. Uh, I will say I get frustrated when I do solo queue, which is like 90% of my matches, but I do have a core group of friends that i will play with every once in a while if you do play pokemon unite hit me up on uh on a uh, social media be like hey here's my uh my my switch name and we'll uh or the little switch code or whatever and then we'll you know play some pokemon unite uh i am revamping the discord uh that has been a long process i'm trying to make it uh more broken into the categories but also structured how i would want it to be so there's not so much overlap in different stuff like if you're in there and you love toku like i don't really want toku to bleed into video games or this and that because then game people in the video game stuff are gonna be like what is this toku crap you know so i'm i'm really trying to fix that discord and make it really a like a hub for like everything in this my my ecosystem you know whether it, whether you're a fan of the youtube or twitch when i do stream every once in a while twitter the podcast so so on and so forth like there's something there for you and you don't have to be so overwhelmed with all this other stuff in there like you could go for the niche that drew you in and you know if you want to dabble in the other stuff that's there you can so that's something i'm working on and let's see what else so that's the game i'm trying to think. so uh no more heroes three that i can't believe i forgot about uh as a fan of Travis Touchdown, I No More Heroes. If I could rewind time, No More Heroes was one of like the first 
real games I ever reviewed on the like for the Wii. Like one of my first like a few of my first reviews I did. I did a review of Red Steel and then I did a review of No More Heroes and a few other games, but that was like a, one of the games that started me on the journey of being a video game journalist. So that was like one of my original reviews and that's kind of what started all and I've been a huge fan ever since and i'm so excited for no more heroes 3 i have not started playing it yet i will probably ne next week at some point because i got a couple days in a row off so probably post labor day i'll be playing that because labor day is a thing and that's coming up but yeah it's definitely this is like one of this and uh life is strange two colors are two of the games i'm most hyped for this fall uh from a spending money standpoint, because obviously Game Pass, I don't have to, you know, spend money on other games. So that's, you know, going to happen. Um, so you're going to hear me talking a lot when it comes to gaming about No More Heroes 3 and uh, Life is Strange True Colors, because those are both uh, coming out. Oh, No More Heroes 3 is out, but Life is Strange True Colors comes out September 10th. So that's the end of next week. So that's going to be, yeah, that's going to be all I'm going to talk about, honestly. Like, I can't wait. I'm so excited. And yeah, but that's it for games. Like I've really haven't, because between reading comics, watching stuff, because I've been watching, you know, obviously Netflix and getting prepared, rewatching Cobra Kai for another season, like, and rewatching just a lot of stuff on Amazon and Apple TV Plus has so many good shows, that the like Ted Lasso and Home Before Dark and stuff like. Like there's Apple TV Plus is like kind of. A hidden gem right now for like original content because a lot of people i see like no pun intended see getting a lot of promotion because it's momoa and batista on there now but it's like i don't really see a lot of promotion for a lot of stuff outside of ted lasso and like we have mythic quest which is a hilarious show and one of my if you're a nerd like you need to check out mythic quest especially if you like mmos and computer game like that is such it reminds me of just a live action version of this old show, if I can age myself, called Code Monkeys. And there's a few of you who probably just heard that and were like, oh shit, I remember that show. Yeah, that's what Mythic Quest is. So go check it out at Apple TV Plus. Not an ad, by the way. Um, so yeah, that's kind of everything that's been going on. Now, uh, I want to talk about some merch before yeah, that's the main thing I want to talk about Digimon, okay? So if you've seen my social media, you've seen this. Uh, on Mercari, there's a seller on there. I don't, I'm not going to give any names away. Uh, they had a bundle of something called the Digimon Vital Bracelet. So it's a Fitbit. But a Fitbit that's also a Digivice. And you remember the Digivice is the ones with little two buttons. And you can like link two together and battle. But like you had it on there. You had to feed it. It would go to sleep. It would poop. You had to clean up the poop. I just remember, you know, having to clean up a lot of poop. And then depending on keeping it fully fed, training it, winning battles, it would digivolve. Or if you just didn't care, it would turn into a poop monster, which is hilarious. So now they have this new Unvital Bracelet. And I love it. It basically is, you know, a Fitbit that has Digimon on it. And they have these little DIM cards that look like little mini USB device drives. And you plug it into the side of it and you can put a Digimon on there. It starts with the egg. So... For right now, I have Agumon, Gabumon. I got Pulse City, which is Pulsemon, which is like the mascot for it. I have, I just got 
uh, from Mercari, a different seller. I did get uh, Geomon and Impmon. Impmon is one of my favorite uh, Digimon ever. And then I have a few other ones like Titan, whatever, and like two other ones that I'm not really sure about because it came with um, the bundle. And then the Agumon and Gabumon I had to get from Japan, Amazon Japan, because, you know, they were like, that two pack was like 12 bucks. So I was like, okay, I can't say no to that. And then I also got a binder that holds all the dim cards and has like their little evolution trees. There, It's so much fun. I'm enjoying it just from the standpoint of there's an app on your phone. Because on the bracelet, you can keep two Digimon at once on it. But thanks to, was it that NFC uh, where you could tap your phone on things like Apple Pay? Thanks to NFC, they have that on the watch and they have an app on your phone. So what you do is you load the app on your phone, you tap... You're, you set it up, you tap your bracelet on there, and whatever Digimon's on your bracelet is now on your phone for storage. But you can also do raids once a month. There's arena battles. You can get currency. No, there's no paid currency, by the way. You could just get the coins, and then you can buy little things like evolution timer decreases, and you can, you know, buy, like, battle item boosting, because you could battle on the app, or... Because of NFC, if you have anything that's an NFC device, you can actually battle. So you can sit there and say you go up to a vending machine that's like a soda one that can do Apple Pay or Tap Pay. You can go up, tap the bracelet on that, and get into a battle with a random Digimon, which is amazing. And so not only does it, the, it, they call it a vital bracelet because it keeps track of steps, but your heart rate, your vitals, the consistent heart rate in this net actually give vital points to your Digimon. And that's what they need to digivolve based on like amount of time they've been in that form and awake. And then also, you know, when you, if your vitals are a certain way. So the best way to do it is, you know, obviously you go in, put it on your app and play a bunch of battles, hit the amount of battles you want that are needed to hit the evolution, then put it back on the bracelet. Cause once it's on the app, the evolution timer pauses. It has to be on the bracelet to evolve. And so, you know, you go in, like, right now, I'm trying to get uh, Bealsmon. So I need, like, 20 battles with a 70% win rate. I'm at, like, 40 battles with, like, a 98% win rate. So I'm like, okay, I'm good on that. And then I needed at least uh, 7,000 vitals. And the max I could have on this is 7,500. So there's items you can get to boost the vitals. But I still have 16 hours until he evolves. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to wait until there's, like, two hours left. I'm going to put him on the app. I'm going to use the items, boost his vitals to max. Then put him back on the app. And as long as I'm awake and active, I'll keep those vitals hovering above 7,000. And I'll get the mega version I want. Because there's three. Because there's a branching tree of evolutions. Unless you get the GP ones. Like Impmon, Geomon. They have a straightforward line until the mega. Then there's one called that I have called Black Roar. Which is the Black Agumon to get Black War Greymon, that one actually has just a straightforward evolution line. There is no branching. So I'm trying to get... There's a few that are really expensive, though. Uh, I'm trying to get Black Howl, which is for Black uh, Metal Gururumon. Then there's another one for Vmon, which is Ancient Warrior, it's called. And those are going for over $100. I think Black Howl is going for, like, two to three hundred dollars like minimum like i haven't i've seen it for 200 once it's going for like 350 to 400 and 
the Vmon one I've seen hovering around like 115 to like 118 cuz the only way you could get that one was with a special edition version of the bracelet that was like neon green for the straps and I was like mm. and that one's that one resells for too much but I do and I don't know cuz they keep announcing new waves they just announced another wave um cuz in uh, I believe November there's the next uh, October November there's a new Digimon season coming out called Digimon Go something and the vital bracelet is actually the Digivice, so they're it's kind of like they've been planting that seed now for like six months now to get you know hey, you know, you get the vital bracelet and now it's like hey here's a new season where that's the Digivice, and they have a new version 2.0 coming out. But when I was looking up the research on it, I was like you know what? I'm just gonna get this one. It's basically the same thing. There's only two functioning things that have changed, and honestly, the only thing I really care about is the app. That's where most of my time is spent doing anything. Uh, the cool thing about the Vital Bracelet 2 is you can sit there and you can, um, you know, keep track of step. You can do little daily missions and training. You can battle, obviously. And you can battle your friends, too. If they have bracelets, you can tap your bracelets against each other and battle. But also there's adventure mode. And for some of the dim cards, you actually have to sit there and go through and clear all 15 way, uh, rounds of adventure mode to get uh, a secret. Sometimes there's a secret mega form. Or you have to clear all 15. Say you have, you know... War Greymon and Metal Gurumon. You have to clear all 15. When you have all 15 and you put both of them on the bracelet at the same time, you could Jogress them, which is the DNA Digivolution to get Omnimon or Megamon, depending on the translation of what you're watching. So that's really cool, and I love it. But here's here's the scary thing. In this November or December, they're releasing a Ultraman and a Common Rider one. So anyone who knows me knows uh, that's a that's a necessity. That's a purchase. I already have them pre-ordered. So that's uh, that's going to be really entertaining. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to keep more updates. I think I'm going to do a YouTube series about the Vital Bracelet at some point. Because it's, it's, it's entertaining. I'm enjoying it. I'm having a good time with it. And on top of that, I've been getting a lot more of the Shoto Digimon figures. I found some at Barnes & Noble and Box Lunch. So I have Wave 2 and Wave 3 complete. Wave 1, I'm probably going to get on Mercari. Mercari has been great. If you haven't checked that out, you definitely should. I will put a link in the description of the podcast for Mari. Mercari. You can click on that, and if you sign up with the link, you get, I think, $10, $10 or $15 off your first purchase over $25. So you find something for $25, you're, like, you're paying 10 bucks. So that's not too bad. But yeah, that's really it for episode eighty six of the podcast. Um, I you know I got some work I gotta do. I, I, actually, I gotta go to work. So I thank you guys for listening. Like I said, uh, eighty seven is gonna be going live later on in the week. You can follow me on all social medias. All the links are gonna be in the podcast description. Just search a nerd named Mark wherever, and you will find it. We are available on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, everywhere under the sun for podcast streamings. I thank you guys for listening to episode 86 of a Nerd Named Mark podcast. My name is Mark, and I'm a nerd. Bye.